This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Hey, thanks for staying with us here on Real Presence Live. I'm Karen Gibis, along with... Father Michael Malloy. Now, before we head into our next segment, which we are both super excited about, I want to invite you to visit our website, realpresenceradio.com, for even more great content. There you can listen to the programming from your local area, find a podcast if you missed one of the daily shows, and in this case, share this podcast when you listen to the next interview. Submit a prayer intention for Prayerfully Yours and see the latest cancellations and announcements that are coming with the coronavirus precautions. Be sure to check it out, realpresenceradio.com. We hope they do that. So, yes, we are excited to move into this next segment because this is something that's, it's like, it feels like history being made and it's like we're in the grandstands kind of watching it all take place. And uh, it's, it's really an unusual experience. What we're referring to is a documentary that has recently been published and, and, will, and will be aired in our area or is being aired in our area on uh, the servant of God, Nicholas Black Elk. Um, today we have with us Father Joseph Doust, for, who is a Jesuit for, who lives down on Pine Ridge Reser- um, the Pine Ridge Reser- Reservation, which is in the vicinity where Nicholas Black Elk did his, lived and, and did his ministry. So, Father, it's good to have you with us this morning. Good to be with you and to talk about our good friend, Nicholas Black Elk. You bet. Ken, let's begin by having you tell us a little bit about yourself, about your interesting history, because you have a very interesting history. Well, I'm currently the superior of the Jesuits who work on the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation. There are about ten of us which is the same enterprise that Nicholas Black Elk once worked for as a catechist, starting in 1904 until 1950. Uh, my job is to just work pastorally with the people, but the influence that he had on the people is still very much present here, where he was regarded as a holy man, both in the Lakota sense and in the Catholic sense. Before I came here, I worked in Rome at our headquarters uh, at the Vatican of the Jesuits with Pope Francis and with others. And before that, just had lots of jobs that kept me busy until I'm now in, in a place where the elders are honored among the Lakota, which is a very good place to be. <laughs> so you aren't suggesting that you're old, are you, your Father? <laughs> yes, I'm quite old. <laughs> <laughs> but still very much alive. It's great to, yeah. it's great to have you in our diocese. So, um, so uh, where is this process of canonization of the servant of God, Nicholas Black Elk, right now? Can I update our listeners about that? Sure. Well, a little over two years ago, the bishop of Rapid City, then it was Bishop Robert Groose, he's since been moved on to Saginaw, uh, opened the cause officially here on the Pine Ridge Reservation at a Mass, opened the official canonization cause for the local phase, as it's called, where we have to do all of the investigation, talk to witnesses, get documents, get a theological commission to look at what the, in this case, Nicholas Black Elk wrote, and all that kind of thing. That took about two years to do, and then last July we sent all that material to Rome to begin what's called the Roman phase of the canonization. In the meantime, the Vatican allowed us to call Nicholas Black Elk uh, servant of God, meaning that they saw no objection to this cause going forward. Uh, we're now waiting for Rome to act, and it'll probably take another year because they have to examine all of the material we sent over. It was you know, a huge box full of a couple thousand pages. Yep. Um, after they're done with 
examining all that, if it all looks good, then the Pope will declare that this is clearly a man who lived with heroic virtues and therefore is capable of being a, a saint if God wishes by giving some miracles. At that point, he'd become venerable. If a miracle happens that uh, we can show is uh, it happened because of his intercession and there's no real other way of thinking about it, then he becomes blessed, a second miracle, and he becomes a saint. So we're, we're in the process, but uh, the miracles are in God's hands, and right now all the documents are in the Vatican's hands. Yes. Um, and it is, a, it is a, a lengthy process, or it can be, obviously. God, as you said, could grace us with um, a couple of miracles rather quickly, but in m many of these cases it takes a while for this uh, process to unfold and, and develop um, through the, through the um, agency and guidance of the Church. So um, we're very excited. There's a new documentary about Nicholas Black Elk um, that will begin um, airing, I believe, on Saturday. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how that came to be? Sure, there's a group, a uh, new group media it's called, that uh, made a proposal to the diocese really a couple years ago. Of they'd love to do a documentary on Nicholas Black Elk, which would be done for the church. Uh, it, it actually is a documentary that belongs now to the Diocese of Rapid City uh, because they, they're a nonprofit and they did the fundraising in order to. Uh, to get the, the documentary going. They did all of the research here and the filming on the Pine Ridge Reservation or nearby in the Black Hills. They were able to talk to many of the people that we had found who could be witnesses to His Holiness uh, or to the history. Um, and it's an excellent documentary. It's actually available, uh, it's going to be available on 160 of ABC local stations around the country, uh, being shown on different dates and at different times. You can find uh, the date and time it's going to be shown on the Diocese of Rapid City website. Just go down the page to the Black Elk and you'll see a link. You can also see the documentary on that website by now, which is uh, a wonderful way of spreading devotion to this wonderful, we think, saint, Nicholas Black Elk. You bet. And, uh, yeah, uh, the ABC affiliate here in Rapid City is uh, KOTA. And they're going to show it both um, an early hour, 5 a.m. on the 24th, and they're going to show it at 3 p.m. on the 31st of both of those in May. Um, so people will have easy access to this. So, um, so why why do you think it's important to have the documentary as part of this journey or part of this process, uh, Father Doust? Well, the documentary is really a gift to spreading the news about a holy person who is a great example. I mean, the reason the Church is interested in making saints is not to declare whether they're in heaven or not. I mean, millions and millions of people are in heaven, and that's in God's hands. But it chooses some people who are exemplary for all of us to think about our lives. And Nicholas Black Elk, when you know his full story, is very much one of those. Most people know him only for the first 30-some years of his life through the book Black Elk Speaks, which ends his story with uh, the wounded knee and tremendous pessimism that uh, the Lakota people were in uh, in eighteen in before 1900, but he lived another 50 some years, and most of that time he spent as a Catholic catechist. And so, to know the full story of his life is to reveal to the people uh, in the church what this wonderful man uh, did and how he represents a way of really finding God, especially in indigenous cultures. Mm -hmm. 
Um, you're listening to Father Joe Doust, who is a Jesuit priest who lives on the Pine Ridge Reservation and um, has been very instrumental in helping to further the cause of the canonization of Nicholas Black Elk here in our diocese. And um, and it's 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 a it's a exciting and wonderful wonderful thing, as you said, uh, Father, not just for um, for the indigenous people, but really for all of us. And and this man can become an example for us in our own lives. How do I? How do I live my Catholic faith in the midst of whatever my situation, my life story is? And, and that's, a, that's a blessing and a gift for anybody, um, any of us. So, um, and um, this documentary, as we, as we said, is going to be available. Um, again, how do, we, how do we access that? How can people become aware of that? Well, you can either get it through your ABC local station if you find out when it's going to air, and it might be at midnight, and it might, might be on this date or that date. As I said, you can find a list of those stations on the Diocese of Rapid City website. When you enter the main website, just look for the picture of Black Elk down the page and click it, and you'll find links. Also on that link is the actual streaming of the uh, of the documentary, so you can even watch it on that website. So either ABC local station or the Diocese of Rapid City website. Yes, so those are two um, e- resources really available to the whole area. And I'm guessing is and throughout the listening area, if people would um, go to that listing on the Diocesan website, you might find where it's being shown in whatever ABC affiliates are in Minnesota, Wyoming, North, North Dakota. Um, so there'd be probably lots of opportunities and possibilities for that. And we would encourage people to do that. Um, Father, are there any final thoughts you would have or reflections that you'd like to share with us <clears throat> as we get to the end of our interview with you? Well, you mentioned how important it is for the whole church that elements of indigenous spirituality which are things that god has created in them before ever the missionaries came become into the church pope francis has been urging us to do this especially through the amazon synod but another other he says we need indigenous spirituality and i think he's thinking especially of his encyclical laudato si in terms of our care for the earth our common home okay and so it's it's a this is a you know kind of ties together in terms of the the guidance and the direction that our Holy Father is giving us um, in, in the in the present moment of the of the history of the Church. So it's really it's really an exciting and worthwhile um, uh, possibility for all of us to to learn about this man and pray and pray for his for um, the miracles. Uh, pray for him, inter- intercede, ask his intercession. I should say as we as you, we move through our lives that um, because. By knowing about him and praying and asking um, the intercession from him, we can help to further this cause and touch our own lives and our own hearts and appreciate in a fuller and more a rich way what this man gave to the church and to the Lakota people. Um, so, Father, it's great to have you with us and to visit about this, and we look forward to looking at the documentary. So, Servant of God, Nicholas Black Elk. Pray you for be- Thank you, and, and, and uh, take care of yourself. Stay healthy and well. You're in in a high risk category, as you know. <laughs> but it's God good to you. be that way in, in Lakota land and in the diocese of Rapid City. You bet. God bless you, Joe. Take care. Bye. Bye bye. Well, that's uh, I'm I'm excited about that. About it, um, I'm looking forward to go looking at it because I don't know very much about his life. Um, and you know, and as he said, you know, I, th- I think when I was a kid growing up. Black Elk Speaks was a was a book that I saw. Like you know, we used to come out here at the Black Hills vacation, and it was in the bookstores and things like that. And and so 
to to realize that there's another whole part of his life that um, is being unfolded and explored is is exciting and interesting. It reminds me that we all have all kind of different kinds of parts of our lives, you know that. Yeah, well, I have I've not read Black Elk Speaks, but I have read the book that focuses on his years as a Catholic and the things that he did to further the Catholic religion in our area and throughout the United States. And I thought he is the most amazing man, and it inspired me. And I I can't wait to show my kids the documentary because I think it's important that they understand what our history is here in our local area. But on top of that, that the church is was playing a major part in history back then and, and helping yes yeah and and to, and to realize you know we, we think when i think about saints you know every time i read a life of a saint there's a one i look at or a, a series i look at every morning it's like 1700s 1400s 1300s 300s and, and this is now and this is now and and you know nicholas black elk joins other great men and women who have the church has declared to be saints you know uh, pope Pope John Paul II and Mother Teresa, both of people whom I met in my lifetime, um, had occasion to encounter them personally, and 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 to think and and they're they're saints. I mean, they're they're up there enjoying the beatific vision. It's kind of like wow, that that really brings right. it home, right. makes it close. And it's not just Saint Francis. It's not just Saint Patrick, who yeah. we always hear about. It's people you know, people new. you know, people you know, people who are close to us chronologically in in yeah. terms of the history and so it it is a it's a it's a great great opportunity so we really hope people take advantage of of that and look at this documentary and um pray for the intercession of Nicholas Black Elk coming up next um we'll take some time to pray with you for your specific intentions during the holy the praying of the rosary um whatever you might li- like us to pray for we'll include that in our intentions we lay them at the feet of Jesus um, through the Blessed Virgin Mary, I, I love the image of of praying with Mary, um, looking at the, the the story of Jesus' life through the eyes of Mary, yep. His mother. So that's what the Rosary is. So we look forward to that when we come back on Real Presence Radio. Please join us. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.